The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Appreciate you taking the time to listen. Remember, you can listen via the fan app, and that is driven to you by Beaver Toyota. Sounds expensive. Uh, It's not. It's absolutely free. It's also free to listen to any of the Braves Fest interviews that you may have missed with the players, the coaches, and Alex Anthopoulos. 680thefan.com slash Braves Fest. Or again, tap the app or search 680 the fan on Amazon Fire Apple TV and Roku. Before we hear from A.J. Smith-Shaver, Domino, your impressions of the young man as you did talk to him at Braves Fest. So do you like the idea that two-sport guy? Do you like the idea of a quarterback, which probably means he's been a leader? I dig it. Not just a pitcher, but he was a quarterback in high school and a really good one, who said football season was football season, baseball season was baseball season. He had a separation of church and state. But then we ended up, we talked a little bit about playing football in front of thousands of people in Texas and how it's different when you get to the minors. It's about a 10-minute now shot with him where we talk about what does he think about this group and what about competition? What does he think about competition? Here's A.J. smith Shaver and Chris Domino. And what was the report on you? What did you come out of high school with throwing? Um, <laughs> I threw a fastball knuckleball for the first little portion of my high school career. And then... Uh, well, I, I, don't, I don't even... Tell me what even that is. Uh, so, like, a knuckleball, I'm just kind of just joking around, pumping it up. Yeah. Just, floating something in there at 77 it might spin like a fastball sometimes who knows but it's just i was just kind of joking around with my friends and summer ball whenever i started pitching and then i started kind of developing and then i went fastball curveball in high school and then once i got to the braves they kind of reinvented me which by the way happens you know it is interesting for a lot of young guys they don't understand well hold on you drafted me because i do this Mm -hmm. but now you want to sort of reinvent me break me down a little bit because this is going to help me in the long run you can't really fight that. I know there might be a tendency to fight that a little bit. How did you handle that part of it? Um, I just I just bought in to everything they said. I came in with basically just a fastball. Um, <laughs> just a fastball, and uh, I've like 50 innings. So they're like, here, we're going to build you. This is. They didn't tell me really. They're just like, all right, here's the slider. We're going to work on a slider today. Let's try to figure this out. Okay, we got the slider, fastball slider, do that. I did that for a year. And then they're like, all right, you can throw a curveball. Okay. And I'm like, right, I'm going to throw a change up today. And just kind of add it in. But at the end of the day, I think they always knew what they wanted me to do. And yeah. uh, they kind of like built my repertoire off my fastball that I had coming into it. But they did a, just a great job developing and giving me all the resources that I needed and just like really helping me become the best as fast as possible. How quickly do you get into attack mode? Because I know, first of all, aluminum bats, I'm sure you played in a lot of wood bat tournaments. That's going to help, both hitters and pitchers, because you can see you can work inside a little bit. Attack mode, a thing that, that you picked up on early? Yeah, I, our pitching coordinator just just harps on it. Attack, 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 first pitch strikes. I right. think everybody does. It's just important. If you can get ahead, it uh, it puts the ball in your court more than the hitters. If the hitter is ahead, then it puts the ball in his court. So, yeah, definitely attacking the zone and just getting ahead of hitters is a big thing. Game day face, like what's your... I'm pretty serious on... I, I'm not serious. I mean... I yeah, no, serious. you changed. Do you have a... Is there a different... 
The meter turns a little bit? Once I get on the field, I feel okay. like the meter turns. But, like, I try to be the same guy every single day, no matter what results or whatever it is. So I try to have the same face going in, whether I'm not playing at all that day or if I'm starting that day. I try to come in with the same kind of energy and just do my job. Uh, but, I mean, the group of guys we have here makes that yeah. easy. Between starts, what's different as a high school player and when you get up here in terms of what it is those few days, they're not off days, by the way. People know that now. Yeah. Like, what's the difference of being a high school pitcher and off days and being a professional pitcher and off days? Um, there's not that many off days. That's the that's the difference, okay. honestly. Uh, you're throwing every five days, or if you're in the bullpen, you're throwing every other day almost. Uh, so I think just like the rest and recovery is just like it's so much more important here because right. you're throwing once a week in high school and. Uh, and you're young. Yeah, I mean, you're you young. feel like you're throwing 110 pitches, and then you're gonna go hop on video games with your buddies that right. talk about the game y'all just won or lost, whatever it was going on. So it's a uh, it's definitely different. But I mean, the group of guys and the trainers and the staff that we have here just makes it just so easy. What do you think about competition? Because there's 20 plus rounds of drafts every year. You're still a young guy. You made it up. By the way, congratulations. I should have I should have said that. You you made it up here quickly. Brace fans had a chance to see you. There's really not just big expectations. It's not just about that, it's, but it's about who are the next building blocks of this team, and you have an opportunity to be one of those guys. Um, the competition part of it, how does it work amongst guys who are 21, 22, 23 years old? Um, for me, it's not even a, necessarily a competition. I want all my buddies to do well. I want them all to go out there. And I want them to shove and have a have a good time. You don't want to see anybody struggling or anything. So I think just like building up and day in, day out, just being there for your teammates and just picking them up when they need it and they'll pick you up when you need it. So I think it's maybe not as much competition as it is like you're really bonded. Like I lived with uh, Winans and Vines last year and I mean okay. we're just hanging out in the house. Oh hey, I'm down this week. Where are you? You're up. All right. And it's like up and down and we had a great relationship. We'd go play basketball after we got home every night and just talk about the games and everything. But it's really cool. I mean, just the group of guys, there's never, like, competition. or. But does it feel like you guys could be a core of this thing somewhere down the road? Do you let your mind think about that? Um, you obviously, your mind wanders sometimes, but, I mean, for the most part, I just try to stay focused on the next day and just, just getting my job done that day. What about the catchers when you have a couple of veterans? I mean, you come up here, this must be, like... Oh, that makes it's, it easy. It's it's getting your master's degree. I'm assuming your PhD even mm -hmm. at a very early age. No, I'm, the amount of knowledge that Darnell and Murphy have are insane, and they're willing to give it anytime you need it yeah. if you have any questions, and they'll walk you through the game plan, whatever you need. But they make my job so much easier. I come to the park on game days, not having to worry about. Oh, I wonder what I'm going to throw to these guys. Those guys have it locked in. I might be thinking about certain guys, what I want to do. But those guys have a, a great plan in place every game. So. What's it like to have one of those guys, you're coming off, it's the second inning, and you just had a good inning, and they just sort of, they do that thing into your chest where that's that's what your job is. That's how you do your job. How good a feeling is that? It's awesome. You, Whenever you get out, out off that field quick, it's, it's a great <laughs> feeling. So, uh, And especially with those guys because they've been around a while. They've done it. So whenever they're telling you, hey, good job, you, you know that you just kind of want to build on that and go out there and, Throw up another zero. Last one. Tell me about seeing veteran pitchers. There's Max Fried, certainly Charlie Morton. What's it like to, when you come up, look, there's benefits. It's it's great. Yeah. You get better thread count at the hotels. Uh, people are carrying your bags. I know all the things that come with this. But you also get a chance to 
to see guys who've been doing what you do for a living, they've been doing it for a long time, as people, again, have tried to take their jobs over the years. This is not an easy thing to do, mm -hmm. uh, to stay up here and be competitive for a long amount of time. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, Morton and Freed and Strider, I mean, our whole staff, Elder, yeah. I mean, our whole entire staff. And then we just got some more guys, so we're excited. Yeah. I mean, this group of guys, I don't know how we got better, but we got better. So it's yeah. so exciting. Um, Do you? Are, I'm not looking at. Are you too young to know a lot about Chris Sale? Uh, no, I know. I know about Chris Sale. So I'm throwing Boston a lot. Okay, he's a he's a beast. Yeah, because he, he told me it's 15 years, and then I yeah. I know how old you are. But it's no, but it's one of those where you just go, wow. I hope. I. It sounds like there's an appreciation for a guy who's been as good as anybody in baseball. Went through the injuries, wants to still come back and be competitive. I love the fact that young guys get a chance to see guys like that in the clubhouse. No, it's it's awesome. You have to pinch yourself sometimes just because you get you can get some great advice out here. And I mean, everybody's here to help everybody, so that's that's the best thing about it. And it feels that way. Yeah, it feels that way. Absolutely. Yeah. What was your phone call? How'd you get the call up? What was? <laughs> How'd um, you find out you were coming up? So that morning we flew. I flew out to like uh, somewhere like northeast far northeast and then i got a call like so hold on so you have are there some towns that you don't even know the name of the town you played in yeah okay if i could i could definitely remember um but we're northeast it's like drizzling rain i'm on a lime scooter with alan winans and we're gonna go get some breakfast but we just got off uh the plane we just got back to the hotel so we're like all right i get a call as i'm on the lime scooter about to go to breakfast and it's like hey uh do you want to be in? We're in Northfolk. Do you want to be in Northfolk or Oakland? And I was like, I'd rather pitch in Oakland. And they're like, All right, good. Pack your bags. You're going to Oakland. We'll call you with the flight. And I was like, Okay. Well, how does it work for you trying to get a hold of family, whoever it is you got to call at that moment? Um, like, is that crazy? Where you just got to gather yourself up a little bit? Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, I just went in. I packed my bag that I just unpacked and uh, hopped on a hopped on the flight. Went to the airport. Called my was called my parents. Like as I'm going through everything, yeah. I'm like, all right, I, uh, I don't know where I'm gonna. We're gonna be in Oakland. Y'all can come out if y'all can. <laughs> and then I just I showed up in the middle of Oakland, and then I ended up not throwing at Oakland. So then they ended up coming to Arizona. That's right. Following me around. That's right. So it was it was a cool time. It was funny. How many miles do you think around. your parents put on the car to get you? To to games and, and everything else? I, a lot. Yeah. I mean, a ton. I don't know, my, I don't know if my dad ever missed a game. My mom came to almost every single game. I mean, they were there for everything. Were so. you a travel ball kid, I'm assuming, at your level? Yeah, I was yeah. football, baseball, and they yeah. put me in everything. They, I mean, they were there for me at every step of the way. They're the only reason why I'm here. So I, I give all the thanks to them. Is is it hard to almost thank your parents? Like I, I've asked guys that you can thank your parents, and I know that they know that you mean it. But is there part of you that says they they have no idea how much I want to thank them? Almost, yeah. I mean, I'll go to bed at night and be like, I wish I could let them know how much like I appreciate them and like yeah. what they've done for me. Wh which one was the dream? Was baseball the dream? Was football the dream? Whatever season it was was the dream. Okay, really? Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's football season. I really love football. It's yeah. baseball season. Oh, I love baseball. <laughs> Then, which one did you did you think at twenty five you might actually get paid professionally to do any of this? I mean, I know it's a hope. Did you? Were you good enough? Did you think at sixteen? Were you one of those kids who was good enough where you go, oh, okay? I was. I felt like I was always a good athlete, and I was always competitive on the sports. But I just didn't. I didn't grow till later. I feel like so. Like my junior year. I really, like, shot up and grew, and then that's when I started throwing a lot harder in okay. the ball. I, I could always throw the football decently far. 
uh, and I started like long tossing over COVID and it just kind of like everything just kind of worked out as I grew and just got stronger. It just, as time went on, I was like, I got a better and better chance as everything went on and just kind of just kept doing it just kept having fun and just see where it would take me. Yeah. And this is still, it feels like you're sending off a vibe that this is still it's sort a of a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a blast. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, All thank right. you. Thank you, AJ. I appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you. We'll see you down the spring. All right. Thank sounds you. good. Thank you. AJ Smith-Shauver with Chris Domino from Braves Fest. And, yeah, um, excited like a kid because, let's face it, he is still a kid. Yeah, and he, he, you know, he heard the stories about seven guys living in one place, and he didn't have that. Like, we're all scrounging for the last peanut butter sandwich. He didn't have that. He knows it. He got up here pretty quickly. And there was going to be a group, Nick. Charlie Morton's going to go away. We kind of think Max Fried is going to go away. Um, there is going to have to be a group that sort of takes over. And Kirsten Waldrop, will he be another one? I mean, history has shown us not all of the young pitchers are going to make it like we hope they will. And if you're wondering what you might do, let's just say someplace on the field, if you needed a position player, well, if I'm paying that guy 780 and I'm paying that starting pitcher 780 and I'm paying that guy 1.2, you do have a little bit more flexibility to go get another starter perhaps. Will Smith Shaver be pitching at Truist Park? We don't know. What we do know is Luke Bryan will be playing at Truist Park August the 17th. He is coming to town and tickets go on sale at Ticketmaster.com tomorrow at 10 a.m. We'd be giving away a pair of ticket, tickets all week long, including right now. Let's say the caller number, I don't know, 4 at 404-231-1680 to go see Luke Bryan right across the street here in the battery at Truist Park. When we come back, we'll continue a very exciting Thursday afternoon, BTG style. Domino, I ask you the question, what do you have to tease the folks with? Um, you know one of the things our people are known for? Our people, like our people. Italians? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you know that there was a big thing going on in Las Vegas that I'm a little bit surprised one of our people didn't win. J.J. Watt is going to ask you a question, and I teased it earlier. What if I told you somebody from the future, as in 2027, wants you to know something, and let's just say it's not great news. Whoa, this is heavy. There's that word again. I'm all ears, man. The 1 o'clock hour brought to you by AquaGuard. Might, might be my favorite story so far of 2024. Although here's the hell of it. It's early yet, but that's saying a lot. Notice cracked bricks, floor gaps, or bowed basement walls. Let the experts from AquaGuard provide a free inspection. If you're ready to fix your sagging, bouncy floors, visit AquaGuard.net. Beyond the goatee next here on Domino and Cellini, the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. All my bags are packed. I'm ready to go. I'm standing here outside the door. I hate to wake you up to say goodbye. 
drop. 121, Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Not a soft landing either. <coughs> it's National Kite Flying Day. What's your favorite song about flying is the X-Platform question of the day. We'll talk to Chuck and Chernoff in about 20 minutes from now. Get their thoughts on the trade deadline, go back in time, all that fun stuff. Speaking of Chuck and Chernoff, they're bringing you five days of Taylor and the chance for dads and daughters to submit a 30-second clip singing a Taylor Swift song for a shot at an RNS Chop Shop gift card plus a $2,500 card at Brown & Company Jewelers. This is me and my daughter right here. Pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It sounds like Taylor Swift. Yeah. I didn't know any better. Oh. Anyway, 680thefan.com slash Taylor. That's where you need to go to enter. So best of luck with that. Again, we'll talk to Chuck and Chernoff in Two Shakes of a Lamb's Tail. Domino's mind is a vast wasteland of stuff. This has wildly exceeded my expectations of stupidity. It's time to go beyond the goatee. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Georgia. Visit PellaGA.com for 10% off your entire project. No payments, no interest for 12 months. PellaGA.com. I didn't really understand this at first. You know what's happening out in Los Angeles tonight? Kobe Bryant is going to have his bronze statue unveiled. And I was kind of like, is it the anniversary of his passing? No. So what it is is uh, 2824, the number synonymous with gotcha. his career. But it was like sort of, what's today, Thursday? It was like a Thursday home game against Denver doesn't really, that's in large part why they did it. Do you know who else actually has a statue out there? For the Lakers? Yeah. Uh, Jerry West. Yep. Kareem. Yep. Magic. Yep. Leonard DiCaprio. No, nope. not him. Nope. nope. Speaking of Hollywood, yep. but not with the Lakers. Elgin Baylor, Shaquille O'Neal, and Chick Kern. He will be the seventh, and that will be unveiled tonight. Um, we're going to play a theme coming up in a second that has to do with the Olympics. But did you know there's a proposition to get Major League Baseball players to play in the Olympics in 2028? I've heard this, yeah. Now, do you know what they would have to do, they believe, to do this? Um, there's a lot of red tape. They would take the schedule down to 158 games the year of the Olympics. They want to give them four days so it's sort of a seamless transition so they can go play. Is it worth it? I don't know. I'm sure a lot of guys would like to play for their country. Whatever their country might be, it just feels a little bit sticky if you're going to do that it's in the middle weird. of the season. Yeah, I, I don't like anything in the middle of the baseball season. Including the All-Star break to some degree. I don't like any of it. I don't think I want more games being played by guys that are they're under my control salary-wise, but they're not under my control when they go play these other games. All right. I was doing a little research on Chris Jones, and I was talking about him in Kansas City. Do you know what a franchise tag, if Kansas City wants to franchise tag him down? You can tag a guy and trade him. Um, but do you know what the tag is if they want to tag him this upcoming year? $32 million. Can't do that. So one-year $32 million deal with them. So he's going to be either playing for the Chiefs or anybody else. No matter who he plays for, he's going to have a deal. But do you know who's got the biggest non-quarterback guarantee contract in the NFL? I didn't know this. Nick Bosa. Five-year, $170 million extension. A record $122.5 million for a non-quarterback. So is Chris Jones going to be able to ask for that money? Well, what is it we know? Aaron Donald gets this, then Nick Bosa gets that, and then the next guy who's up says, what? I'm not telling you he's going to get it. He's going to try for it. But as I mentioned, I would love him here in a 1000 Hell of a player. It would be the thing, the only move that I think I could afford to make, but I'm not sure even they can afford that. All right, pop quiz, ready to go? Sure. How many different starting quarterbacks do you think have been 
as we enter Super Bowl 58. How many different starting quarterbacks have there been in the history of including uh, this year's? 42. 67 different quarterbacks have started a game. Brock Purdy will become the 67th. Mahomes is already in. So Brock Purdy will become the 67th different starter. Which number one overall pick has the most Super Bowl wins as a quarterback? Is it Bradshaw? It is. He's got four. Do you know there were three overall number ones, three other guys who have won at least two Super Bowls? Uh, Jim Plunkett's one of them. Jim Plunkett's got two. Uh, Troy Aikman. He's got three. Who am I missing? Eli Manning. The obvious. Yeah. And it's, uh, remember, I kind of forgot this as well. Manning defeated Cam Newton in 11, which was what? A matchup of overall number ones. Yes. And Stafford beat Joe Burrow. So there have been two times where the no, number one overall picks have played quarterback against each other in the NFL. All right. Uh, I, I mentioned our people. We're, we're, we've been really good at a couple of things. The Italians. We're yeah, really good Italians. at making pizza and yeah. pasta. And what else What else is it that they say we do well? Honestly. Steel. Mm, no, there's uh, close. Close. It's extortion. No, 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 no. It's it. Buongiorno. No, 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 no. Not run yeah, book. But we've done things with concrete and bricks. Listen Construction, to if you will. Yeah. Now, it's the moment of truth. Who will cash in on the big payday and earn the bragging rights of world's best bricklayer? Did you know that's a thing? What network is that on? It's a thing. This is going on in Vegas. I swear to God, there is a thing, a championship for the world's best bricklayer. I watched the video. They have all of these... Areas, same thing set up, and you have to build with the most bricks. And then it has to be sturdy, and you can't knock it down. Here's how it went. The world's best bricklayer from Wisconsin, Kowalski Masonry, Michael Schlund, and tender Aaron Kowalski. You are the world's best bricklayer. Now that's not Italian. No. I know that much. Well, they, it's the, what is it, the Kowalskis? Yeah. So I guess you're the world's best bricklayer, but you have like an intern bricklayer next to you. And those two guys, it's the second year in a row that that guy won it. When I saw this, I said, oh, it's got to be an Italian guy. And I found out it wasn't. Gorlami. That's two guys from Wisconsin who are the world, two years in a row. I think hey, he got, I'm Kowalski. I'm the world's best bricklayer I think from Wisconsin. Got, I think he got $250,000. You know what $250,000 in Wisconsin is? Everybody, there's a party at the Kowalskis. Come one, come all. Is this where I tell you two hundred fifty thousand dollars will buy a lot of cheese? It's a lot of mortar. It's a lot of cheese. Uh, yeah, so two guys. A lot from of beer. That's what it'll buy in Wisconsin. Second uh, second year they've actually done that. JJ Watt wants to ask you a question: Am I the jerk, or are they the jerks? All right, I need some opinions here. Uh, I got to know if I'm in the wrong. But yesterday. Want to get a workout at 6:30 p.m. Go down to the hotel gym. About 30 minutes in, somebody comes and taps me on the shoulder. Said, "I'm sorry, sir, but we're closed." What's closed? The gym. The gym's closed. It's seven o'clock. What do you mean the gym's closed? Said, "Yeah, right, we close at seven o'clock." I'm sorry. You got to get out. He's in Vegas. He's saying that the hotel gym closed at seven o'clock that's, at night. That's unheard of. It's unheard of. She closed at eleven. Maybe ten. But what, not at 7. What closes at 7 a.m. or 7 p.m. in Vegas? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing should. I can get whatever I want at 7 in the morning or 7 o'clock at night, except, as J.J. Watt found out, a full workout. In. So he's right. Like, they're the jerks. Yeah, there's no question. Yeah. 7 o'clock? I don't care where you're at. 7 p.m. You could be in Appleton, Wisconsin, going back to that state. Yeah. 
Hotel gym shouldn't close at 7. He said, I got a half a sweat on. And he, he thought the guy was kidding him. So I think J.J. Watt wanted corroboration. It ain't a him thing. It's a them thing. No question about it. I want to know what kind of hotel was he staying in that Jim actually closed at 7. He's in Vegas. I mean, he's staying at an upscale I would five-star think. hotel. He's J.J. Watt. Right. Which is all the more reason as to why the hotel gym shouldn't close at 7. Maybe it should just be, hey, Mr. Watt, we're going to close when you're done. We don't even know why that makes sense, but we're going to close when you're done. I mean, if you want to close the spa section of the hotel and the gym, then that's fine. But not the gym. Uh, put that stuff down, sir. We're closed. No, he was right. It was them. It was not a, it was not a him thing. Um, do you know what this is? It's the Olympic theme. Yeah. You know what's happening in the Olympics? In Paris? Yeah, when it comes to the medals. Fill me in. What's out there? They're right. chocolate this year. Oh, no, no. They're not chocolate. Why do you always do that? You always go back to the chocolate medals. I know when you were a I kid. Love, I love the chocolate medals. I know that. In case you don't know, and I don't even know it's still a thing. Um, they would have chocolate wrapped in these sort of silvery-ish, yeah, aluminum foilish thing, and they were metals. Or bronze. Yeah. Okay, here's what's really going to happen. I saw them. They have in every medal, and it's 5,084 medals from both the Olympics and the Paralympics this summer. Every medal has got a piece of the original Eiffel Tower iron ore in it. It's nice. That's pretty know. good. Yeah. It's, it's not it, as nice as chocolate, but it's nice. It, it actually looks really cool. It's sort of uh, a little square. They turn it on its side to sort of make a little diamond. In the middle of silver, bronze, and gold, every medal will have a piece. What do you like better? Certified. The chocolate medals or those little chocolate eggs? The malt and milk ball ones? No, just the chocolate. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like, I like chocolate in my chocolate. So you know those chocolate bunnies that aren't really chocolate? You break them and they're kind of chocolate. Shame. They're shallow. You I don't like those Cadbury eggs, do you? No, too busy. Uh, I do like malt and bil- malted milk balls. Is that what they? Yeah, I think that. Yeah, whoppers. I like those. Whoppers. Yeah, I like whoppers. Yes, I like whoppers. Ugh. Okay, whatever. Should have been the name of the show. Shame on you. <laughs> now the whoppers in the midday. They tried. I think they just went with the WAPs. I think they were like, well, I don't know. Whoa. Completely. There's nothing subtle about that. I am one. I, I know. Do you know what that stands for, by the way? Without papers. Yeah. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah. And Ellis Island. That's what they would do. They would stamp you. That's but how I that did hear why there are so many Italian guys named Tony. Why is that? Because when they came to America, they wrote on their hats to New York. Like stitched in the hat? Pony. Yeah, I get it. Thank you. I could spell. I don't know if that's a real story or not. I'm not really buying what you're selling. It's there. a good story. By the way, that bricklayer, somebody just already texted me. He laid 752 bricks in one hour to win the Super Bowl of bricklaying. That's right. I what get an a accomplishment. Ring. 752 bricks in an hour. That's working. Woo. Didn't Snick do construction? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. He, worked. he probably did everything. I know he drove the, the beer truck. And he did drove the beer truck. Stuff. He delivered beer. He, he was underground putting in, like, sewer lines, sewer pipe. Yeah. Um, do you know there's a guy who was incorrectly predicted the Super Bowl winner for 16 years? He's already put in his prediction for this year. He has missed 16 years in a row. Can I give you the flip the coin analogy? Mm-hmm. To miss 16 years in a row at anything when you have a 50-50 shot? It's impossible. It's like winning 16 years so in here's, a row. So here's the number. Somebody did the math on this. As he goes for 17 in a row. By the way, he picked Kansas City to win. So remember. So he's he picked a loser 16 years in a row. He said, I think this team's going to win, and then they didn't. Here's the flip the coin analogy. If you flip the coin a million times, you had a million people to try to figure out how many times 
17 in a row you would be wrong on, it's six or seven people out of a million people. So, again, it's essentially impossible. Pretty much. He has picked Kansas City. And, by the way, he went in on this big thing that I read about. Well, this one's the easiest one ever, which now I'm a little bit more frightened. If you like Kansas City, you should be. Uh, Did you see the video? I know we talked about the $2.5 million suite. There's one of them in Allegiant Stadium. They supposedly don't know who's got the suite or if anybody's bought it yet. Did you see the video? I did not see the video of the suite. Uh, You saw pictures I saw. Right, surf and turf. So I saw a video. Do you know the second thing they show in the video? I'm not even lying. How much is this suite? Uh, $2.5 million. You know what they show? Buckets of popcorn. A souvenir popcorn. Buckets of popcorn is the second thing they show for a $2.5 million suite. You know what the fourth thing they show is? Glazed donuts. The whole time I'm sitting there going, come on. What else? And what else? Why not show the surf and turf, the Wagyu beef and the lobster? Well, they eventually, they showed uh, tails. They did show tails. But the second thing they showed was popcorn. Fourth thing was glazed donuts. It's not really going to move the meter. Then they showed cheesecake. Like, at one point, they showed cheesecake. And I'm like, are you forgetting this is $2.5 million? Then I finally saw the three bags of blow. And I saw all the other That stuff. it all made sense. Is yeah. it real movie theater flavored popcorn? The two guns that you get. I saw you get two guns. You know, there's a lot of stuff there. For right. Million. But they don't know who's got it yet. They're trying to figure out. Do you think it should be allowed to do Usher prop bets? As in, what song will he do last? Because isn't this the easiest thing in the world to bet on? Yeah, if somebody's on the inside. Yeah. Right. And how many people do you think know what Usher's set list is? Multiples. I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do what? Put it out there as a prop. Here's what you they say. Bath. Here's what they say, though. For the people who know, as limited as it is, there's so many other people who just want to throw their money around. Okay. They'll never lose money on it. But isn't it the easiest way to make money in a world where it's not easy to make yeah. money? And the National Anthem one as well. You can control, do you go a minute 28 or over or not? Uh, that was part of it as well. Did you see the first AI child? Now, I, I was going to put this picture up on the Internet, and I didn't. Chinese scientists have developed a, and this is the word they use, a creepy entity dubbed Tong Tong. And it looks and acts like a four-year-old. And it starts to develop four-year-old traits. Look up Tong Tong, Chinese scientist, and I want you to see this. I was going to so put what, what's, what's the point of this? It's the first AI child. It's the first child that will do childish things but then learn based upon what you, how you speak to it, what it then has the capabilities to do. It's the creepiest thing in the world. It's, and they, they gave it a name, Tong Tong. I don't know what the name means other than we're all doomed. I am your new leader. Kneel before me. Um, That's what Tong Tong's eventually going to say. Yeah, if you want to, look up Chinese scientist Tong Tong, AI just child. T- you can just put in Tong Tong and it comes right oh, up. does it? Yeah. So what do you think as you see this for the first time? <laughs> it looks, it's very creepy. That creepy is the right word. There's also a movie called Megan where they had an yes. AI child that's robot right. that started killing people. That's right. Well, so the, that's the end result. So Tong Tong is going to be able to learn things as you sort of live your life around it. Not for me. Hey, do you hear what PETA, you know those people who sometimes say uh, ridiculous things? Mm-hmm. You know what they want now? They don't want any more children's merry-go-rounds. Why? Ask me why they don't. Because the fake horses are yeah. being mistreated? Yeah, it's the exploitation of animals. Gotcha. Where anybody just thinks they can jump on a horse. Right. Okay. How much government money does PETA get? That this is what they're coming up with. They shouldn't get any, but... Okay. I'm looking at Tong Tong right now, yeah. yeah. Tong Tong's going to kill one day. Yeah. Tong Tong. When it happens, don't be surprised. And what is it we Remember always say? told you. Oh, we're so proud. Look what we did. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Who's it get first, by the way? It's creator. Yeah. Yeah. You always kill your creator first. Uh, how much money extra did the, in 20 cities, did restaurants make because of Taylor Swift? 20 cities. $100 million. 
By the way, Bob, that's it on the head. They estimate that these 20 cities restaurants made $100 million because of people pre-show and post-show I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. You got to eat someplace. It's coming to Disney Plus, by the way, the uh, Taylor Swift, with a couple of extra added songs. Well, I can't wait. Mark Knopfler. Do you hear what Mark Knopfler did? Dire Straits? Yeah, yeah. You know what he's doing? He's coming up with a, um, a record to raise money. And ask me who he got to play on the record. They're calling it his Guitar Heroes. And it's everybody from uh, Joe Bonamassa, uh, James Burton, Jonathan Keynes, Bruce Springsteen, Ry Cooter, Sheryl Crow. It's the last thing that Jeff Buckley did. Dave Mason, Tom Morello, Rick Nielsen, he got, Brad Paisley, Mike Rutherford. He got over 60 guitarists to come do one song. I hope it makes money and everything, but I didn't... When was the last time you heard Mark Knopfler's? Um, it's been a long, long time. He sold all of his guitars, by the way, for over $11 million. He, he had an auction of 120 guitars. He made $11 million. He was on the that. one who always played with the headband and barefoot on stage. That's correct. Right? Yeah. You know the guitar he did? Uh, I don't know what song it was. He had a red guitar. That one went for a million one. He had a guitar sell for $1.1 million. It ain't working this way. What's that? Made a guitar on MTV. All right. Um, do you know what <laughs> they call it uh, breaks? You know what this is? In the card world, in the card collecting world, they call it a break. No, so what's they that video, mean? they take packs or a box, yeah. and they open it all up on video live. They call them breaks. You want to hear what can go really well for you once? Nerds! It's been the LeBron James Bronny one of one super fractor by Tops has been pulled at Jimmy Steve Sports Cards in Waukegan, Illinois. I don't know what you're talking about. LeBron James and Bronny signed one card. It's this reflectory gold hypnotizing card. These guys found it. And if they found it, I guess they can make a lot of money. Yeah. Now that you know, I do know. Now, because it's one of one, they've never had one sold. Nobody's ever had one in their hands. They're trying to figure out what it's worth. But in that world, that's that. I think that was the biggest thing that you could find in the card I industry. Wonder what Tong Tong would think of that. Trying to kill you and oh, take it. Oh no! And take it. Take it. Tong would be rich. That's how three-year-old AI child Tom Tom speaks. In my, in my head. Yeah, anyway. In your head. All right. So here's the one. Listen to this. It's my favorite, yet least favorite story so far in 2024. And I think I believe it. This is the person from the future? It was a time traveler. Who's got 8.2 million followers on the Instagram. Of course he does. Oh, I'd give anything for a drag. <laughs> Just one drag. He's not a ghost. So he's got videos. What kind of he is? Maybe I don't. Know. He's got videos Who on Instagram. Sent you? He's got videos on Instagram that he says he filmed in 2027. <laughs> now ask me why this is problematic. Well, it's problematic for a lot of reasons. No, ask me why it's really problematic. Why? All of the places he goes to, Vatican City museums, they're empty. Ask me why they're empty. Why are they empty? He says because humans aren't around, really, in 2027. There's only a few of them left. Well, you know what that means. Live it up, folks. Is so climate change related? Live it up. I don't... So you can go look up this guy. I quit, Mr. Dickey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's got 8.2 million followers, but he claims he's from the future. He filmed these videos on his Instagram. Uh, it's, uh... Whoa, this is heavy. I can't even pronounce what the hell it is, because I think he's French, but I don't even know. This guy's got a hell of an angle going, huh? TikTok user Javier 
from the future. Maybe just Google that. Adam, Google TikTok user Javier from t- from 2027. He says human, humans are almost extinct, and he's in these crowded places. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not kidding you. He's walking around museums in right. the daytime. Do we have any, he's like, in, documentation? Does he have a newspaper or something with a date on it? Why would they be uh, empty at any time? Why would they be empty? Like, he's walking around Vatican. Well, how, Vatican. Come, how come he survived? He says there's only a few of them left. Gotcha. Is he related to Tong Tong? He's here to deliver us a message. He, he is Tong Tong. Adam, what are you seeing from Javier, our future friend? Are you seeing any information from 2027? Well, the first one that comes up is how this guy fooled everybody. Oh. <laughs> so I'm listening to that one to oh, see what yeah. the trick is. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the best thing to look at. Okay. Well, you think you're so smart. Now figure this one out. Do you know the mystery of the man from 1958, the time traveler, who went into uh, a cell, then disappeared? That's a real thing, 100%. He showed up in 2006 wearing clothes from 1958 in Kiev. Right. And he said, hey, man, I'm from the past. I don't know where I am now, but I'm from the past. And he went into a cell and well, nobody Well, they put him saw. in a cell and they yeah. videoed the whole thing. And next thing you know, he was gone. Gotcha. You know what they said? Unsolved. Mm-hmm. Adam, look up the mystery of a time traveler I, from the I, year 1958. In Kiev? It has never been solved. So if, yes. I may, if I may attempt to solve that mystery, yeah, go ahead. I think the guards got drunk and passed out and he escaped. I think I, think well, I he just... wasn't in jail. I, I'm pretty he sure I just pr- solved the mystery. Okay. I don't know about that. Adam. The mystery of a time traveler from the year 1958. And you know what it says? Hmm. Has never been solved. Right. Last one. You know what scientists have done? And this could be the greatest episode of Shark Tank ever. You know what scientists have done to say to cool the earth? I don't know if you heard we got a global warming problem. Mm-hmm. You know what they want to do? Down the hall. They want to launch a giant, giant umbrella the size of Argentina into space to dim the sun. This has got to be. An, there's a company that wants mm-hmm. $20 million. So a massive golf umbrella. Yeah. The size of Argentina. Wouldn't, wouldn't the umbrella melt if it got near the sun? It's not getting near the sun. It's getting... It's going to cast a shadow that will take the Earth's temperature down 2.7 degrees, so I, they say. I think I believe that guy from the future more than I believe this story. Wouldn't you want to see this on Shark Tank? So sharks, what I'm proposing is an umbrella the size of Argentina. We're going to get it up in the air, and it's going to cool the Earth, and we're all going to be okay. I'm out. I need $20 million. I would watch that episode all day long. All right. See if you find out about that guy from 58, Adam Kiev. Again, the first thing that came up was how they yeah. debunked it all. That's Rightfully ridiculous. so. The uh, Coach it Damon said it's never been solved. Right. That's what they want you to think. The, uh, the Coach Damon Stoudemire show driven by Hyundai. I'm thinking is... of this umbrella. I want you to think about an awning on your porch. Right. Now, we're just going to make it a lot bigger. New Realm Brewery makes more sense than that. The Hyundai Damon Stoudemire show is going to be happening this Monday at 6 and... Afterwards, you can hear The Good Word, hosted by Wiley Ballard and Justin Hanover, breaking down all things tech. And again, that's all happening this upcoming Monday. Chuck and Chernoff, we talk to them next about the goings-on with the trade deadline or lack thereof. Kirk Herbstreet now being public enemy number one in Athens, especially. We go back in time. And there it is. Usher, you see the brooch he's wearing? He's wearing a really big brooch. You've got to turn these monitors off in the studio. All of that will follow Chris Domino's. As we wrap up a Thursday. Domino Cellini, The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. 
or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Tom Tom is angry. No, Tom Tom. Tom want human blood. Give me the blood. One more thing. 149, wrapping up a Thursday here on Domino and Cellini. One o'clock hour brought to you by AquaGuard Foundation Solutions. Chuck and Chernoff are here. We'll check in with them momentarily. First and foremost, though, it is time for One More Thing with Chris Domino. Uh, I mentioned a new Jurassic Park movie is coming. I think they want to make another, like, three movies out of it. Do you remember the premise of one of the later ones, and I, they all sort of run together for me, that rich people wanted to go buy dinosaurs? So it was like, you know, when you see the 4-H club, they bring out a cow and I'll buy the cow for $40. But it's really rich people buying dinosaurs and they all want like, oh, I want that kind and I want that kind. And then, of course, it goes crazy. That's the problem, I think, with Tong Tong. I think the problem is there are going to be a lot of rich people who, oh, I want one of those. And then what's going to happen? So for those that don't know, Tong Tong is an AI toddler. Three years old. Three years old. But we'll learn uh, as the days go by. And I think Tong Tong is going to take over the world. So this is just for Jurassic Park. Or rich people. Well, it's they haven't explained what they want it to be or who it's for yet. But you know and I know that in the hands of the wrong people. So does it... It's not going to go well. Theoretically, it grows three, yes. four, five, okay. Yes. Then it drives. Why do I want more kids? Even AI kids? Why do I want that? I don't want the ones I have someday. It goes to college. Right. I, they're expensive already. I don't... Tong Tong is listening, just FYI. Tong Tong's always listening. Like, yes, but I just, like, I don't care if my kids are listening. I, like, some days I want them somewhere else. You just it, made Tong Tong's list. Is there a, uh, here's the one more thing. Have you seen the list of prop bets? Does anything interest you yet? And the reason I say, like, my wife wants to know, maybe she's doing something at work, I'm not sure. Mm. Give me one or two things that you think are going to happen. And the Christian McCaffrey... Scoring a touchdown is still minus 230. He scored a touchdown in the last six straight playoff games. Yeah. You're getting better than 2-1 to one still on that bet, which seems a little bit strange. I'm very serious about the prop. How many times? What's the over-under for Tony Romo saying Jim? That's my favorite prop. Somebody's got to have that. It's got to be out there. Well, they're all out there. But a lot of times you can't get that in a traditional book. But what if he says, Jim, 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 pay me my money? So it's an inside second. job. Yeah. Well, Tony Romo, remember, he said he grew up, he never heard anybody talk about point spreads. Right. Where did he grow or up? gambling. That's a very good question. I like the battle what between them. What game did he play for a living? He never heard any of this either? I got I got Tony yelling, Jim. I got Jim going, Tony! It's all they do. They just say each other's names, and it gets longer with each time <laughs> so they say it. It's funny you mention that, because my, my last note was this. Is there insider trading when it comes to prop bets? Like, can you get in trouble? I'm in Usher, who, again, I'm not kidding. He looks like Neo from... Uh, he does, yeah. From uh, The Matrix. They're having their halftime nice show uh, press conference. Yeah, it's right. a press conference. 
if somebody from his inside group what? knows the last song he's going to play or how many collaborations. Why does he have gloves on? Gloves and glasses and a brooch. Because he's an artist. Don't ask yeah, yeah. stupid questions. Yeah. He's, got, yeah, he's really? got a long leather jacket on. Sunglasses. sunglasses a brooch. And he's got gloves, gloves on. He's an artist. Coming in like that tomorrow. Did you not see the picture of Kanye and his wife walking down the street yesterday? He had a full mask on. You couldn't see him like he was a killer bee. Now, he was asked. He said it begins and ends with Michael Jackson. He said Michael Jackson was the original. Jim Brunzel. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, the wife the had, a, had a, uh, a poncho <laughs> on and she was naked. I'm not making this up, Domino. You know. well, were they in Vegas? No, they, it was just oh, Kanye and his wife walking. She's naked with a poncho yeah, on. It was a Wednesday. Uh, no, Usher is. He had to go to the bank. I'm not so going to call Usher a knockoff Michael, but he loved Michael. That was yes, his inspiration did. for everything. So my question is, again, is it insider trading if you're in his group and you know how many songs? Or you know how many collaborations. Or you know first and last song, which are real prop bets. Can you get in trouble if you lay that bet, or is that just... Trouble with who, though? Is there such a thing as insider trading? So I guess I would do it this way. If you have a proxy, there's no way to know you did it. Like, if I'm working on his tech crew, and I know the set list and do that, I go through a third party? Like, could but you, you get do in trouble? It, you I do guess. It, but what, you, what trouble? What does that mean? It's legal to bet. I mean... I know, but in, I, again, I'm asking... Well, that's why books take limits on stuff like that, because they know that's going to happen somewhere. Just do a bit in the Alabama baseball coach. Right. Don't be so overt. Try not to stick out like a sore thumb. Don't go in walking with your Usher halftime badge credential on. Here's a $3 million bet. bet. Right. No, you'll get, a, you'll get a cap on any of those wacky, how long is the national anthem, what's the set list, how many Taylor mentions, any of that will have a, a cap on any of it. And you know I like money. I like, uh, <laughs> I, no, 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 I like, I like playing odds. Mm-hmm. I want to find the first touchdown guy that I want to lay it back. It's always a fun one. Yeah. yeah. Because there's a really good chance. Like, I'm, I think I'm going to take... Pacheco. It's a good pick. It's a good I'm, one. And yeah. by the way, I think I'm getting 12 to 1. So that's the, that's the number right I think now. it's 12 to 1 it's right a very now. good number. The obvious is like McCaffrey's probably even money or something. But he's minus 230 for just scoring a touchdown yeah, any time. I know. He's scoring he six playoff games so in a row. chances, right, that they're going to try to devalue what you want to do in that That's one. not even a devalue. I think getting two times your money on a bet like that is probably as good as it Chris, gets. Chris, uh, Chuck brought in some figs. Would you care for a fig? No, not really. A Newton? Sugar-free. It's not a cookie. It's no. like nature's Fig Newton. Right. It has natural, a natural, natural sugar fig. coating on the outside of it. Can I ask, why do, you, regular. why do you look like you're about to go to English class at Princeton? <laughs> Got an Auburn scarf on. Oh, it's Auburn. Yeah. Well, no, I have, a, I have a scarf on because it was like 38 this okay. morning. You've been in the building since 730 this morning. <laughs> I walked down the sidewalk to get my sandwich. I don't think it's 38. You had it on at 11 o'clock this morning. Yes, I did. 56 right. degrees. So I wore it on the air. And you're wearing it now. Blood thins as you get older. He wants to be warm. It happens. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to shame you into taking it off, but... No, no. It's, <laughs> look at that. Good. Peer pressure. You just made him... But I mean, no, you, did look, you did look like you were pretending to be a college student. No, honestly, what campus. it was, it was the way I transported it from across the hall was all. Okay. Maybe you'll need a that scarf, but you'll have a lot of chili. Bears Best Atlanta and the fan on February the 23rd going to have their annual chili dip open. 680thefan.com is where you need to go to get more information. Want to thank some of our sponsors, the aforementioned Bears Best, Hennessy Automotive Companies, and Kroger. So, guys, it doesn't look like DeJounte Murray is going anyplace. Is this another John Collins situation? We're going to hear it every year. Could be. I mean, I, they have a set price of what they want, and according to Chris Haynes, 
the Pelicans were interested but wanted a Kongwu, and that was the killer in that one. There was a, a draft pick, an expiring contract, and another player that was offered the Hawks. I don't blame them for not just giving in. I'm not just going to trade him. I don't understand trading him at all. You just read up, re-upped him to a very favorable price unless he has told you behind the scenes, I want out. And he very, might, he very well might have. Beyond that, I'm not trading him. Right, there were 29 other teams, and it really looks like uh, it's another hour or so. Uh, it really looks like he'll stay with the Hawks. There were 29 other teams in the Hawks, and none of them would offer what it... I want to give this front office credit. They have done an amazing job of cratering the trade value. Like, literally no one offered the Hawks a decent package for DeJounte. They cratered it on Werder. They did it on John Collins. They've done a great job at that. I believe he has asked out. And whether it was the scrubbing of the social media, <clears throat> I read you a text and I got it from somebody who knew, oh, yeah, this guy's going to, he doesn't want, he, he will not do it publicly. He hit two game-winning shots, by the he way, did. right after this yeah. sort of started circulating. But he wants out. And they There's weren't the even. the DM that went public that he sent somebody with him. His picture and name on it was verified. So, yeah, he might want out, which, again, is the emphasis to trade him. But at the same time, I, I'm sorry, DeJounte, I'm not going to take pennies on the dollar just because you're unhappy we'll talk again in the offseason about moving you but i'm not doing it now so we don't think they're going to add anything either no like they're the too close to the, to the luxury tax they're not going over the tax they won't they won't go over the tax on a really good team they're not doing it for this team Nepo baby and his dad aren't doing it no I, again i i don't know what the ultimate payoff is going to be but it looks like they're just going to keep spinning their wheels well, they peaked during the eastern conference finals run we didn't realize they had peaked but and on top of it the DeJounte or the uh, DeJounte overpay, the DeAndre Hunter move wasn't what you wanted. Uh, Onyeka hasn't been what you wanted. You gave away Herter for nothing. You gave away Collins. So you're kind of where you are by your own doing. And, I mean, and I'm going to say this. I know that there are some teams that are perennially bad. The Clippers aren't anymore. But for a while, they were the worst franchise in the NBA. Uh, everybody's got to be the worst franchise in whatever league it's in. I just, for the life of me, can't figure out. I just need two and a half guys in the NBA. It's a lot like college. You would think. How are you such a... We're going to have another, and Nick and I have both said this. We looked at each other. I don't know if, like, Mercer or anybody else is going to the tournament from the state. I'm not going to claim to know everything. Kennesaw might be our best bet still. But I don't know who's going. Yeah. Uh, But I know who's not going. And it seems amazing to me that I can't find in a game where I need two and a half players, Mm -hmm. two and a half bona fides. I can't find it in this town. Guys who can play together, play nice together, and be better than what it is we've College or pro, you can't find right. in this town. Georgia, Georgia was trending in the right direction, but this four-game losing streak has killed them. I mean, it just killed their, their NCAA tournament chances. Well, it looks like we're going to have another March and less, like I said, a Kennesaw, which is a likely candidate. But they have to win their tournament, obviously. Right, yeah. or we get we get shut out again. The yeah, problem is the Hawks look like they're at that one and a half. Like, if they were at the two and they just needed to add that another half play, no, they're not. They're, they're, they're a really good I, player away. I'm not, really even sure, good player. I'm not even sure, and I hate to do this, I'm not even sure that I trust anybody, whoever it is over there. That's the to, problem. To be the half? Well, to figure to out who the half is. Correct. Yeah. And we got, we got an unknown a GM. You got an assistant who's a, a brand new assistant GM. It's a complete like guess of what they're going to do. Could, could I say, I'm sorry, at your age, half a fig. Mm. Wow. Interesting. At my age. You want, you want him to stay regular? No, no, no. I, I don't think I want a fig. I mean, I don't. <laughs> okay. Mm. No, I'm pretty positive. I actually don't. Uh, I don't even know. What is a fig? Is a fig turn into a prune? Is this? I believe that's right. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Are they the same? Are they plums? Do you like a Newton? I do kind of like a No, no, I I think a fig just is. A fig? Yeah. Yeah. What's a pear? It's a pear. But where does the fig come from? A fig? Here, Billy, it's good for you. Your daughter. You know what? Your daughter would be happy. Uh, She don't. It is a variation of a pear. Hmm. 
And I don't know if you're a fan of pears or not. I haven't thought about them in forever. I don't get the it's pear. It's nothing I would really go pick up myself. Right. Why would you want the pear when there's so many other good options for there, fruit? I will tell you, don't sleep, on a, don't sleep yeah. on a, a, a fern bartlet? pear. A fern pear? A nice yeah. martlet? Uh, what's so, Mushy pears are no our use age. to me. At, at our, our age. Yeah, age. I was going to bring sorry, up the fact that we're, we're not that far apart, with all due. I drew a line. I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh, grapes turn into raisins. Mm-hmm. There's another couple of these. What are the other ones that this turns into that? Moth turns into a butterfly. Yeah. Uh, cucumber into a pickle. That's correct. But oh, you, have to, that's you right. have to do that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. You have to do you that. You have to work at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grape can turn into wine. Mm-hmm. I do not. I'm telling you, if you they see ferment, it, yes. Yeah. Anything mm-hmm. in the jar beside the cash register at a country store, buy it. Feed or eggs. That's usually what's in a jar. Or sometimes sometimes pickles. Mm. Domino, where are you on the Super Bowl party? We had a big discussion about this yesterday. Are you still a Super Bowl party fan? Are you? Because Chris Mad Dog Russo went on this big tirade. We'll play some of that later of of the party or as he takes it very seriously. Big game for Romo, by the way, whatever that means. And he's got to be able to hear everything. I'm like, it's not a big game for us. It's a fun game. You do know, though, that it could be excessive. Of course. It's the quiet, the commercials. And you could be cornered by the wrong person. No question. No doubt. I think the other thing is. Who has no Mm self-awareness. I think of people coming to my house. I think sometimes you get into that. I just want to have sweats and a T-shirt on. Mm -hmm. But everybody else is sort of going to be a little bit dressed. You You think so? I think. For the Super Bowl party? Not not nines. But I do think that people go, Mm. you know, we're going to somebody's house. And I just want to be in my sweats and T-shirt. When they kick the ball off, if it goes through the goalpost, that's worth three points for the team, right? Yes, it is. I'm going to go go downstairs now. So I don't know about my squares. I'll tell you what my numbers are. Where are you going? I'm not invited. I was going to say, you would invite people who don't know football at all, that they don't know. No, but you know what? Look, people just lose their... Why can't everybody just go out for a pass, Domino? Where you hear somebody go, the Royals are getting the ball first, not the Chiefs. (laughs) One of those. What did the umpire say? Well, I guess there is an umpire. Wait, they're flipping a coin. What do you think it's going to be, heads or tails? I don't care. You know, you're not a box fan. You don't play the dopey boxes on the squares. I, just, I told Nick I got offered to play at 250 a box. See, that's stupid. That's ridiculous. I've done 100 a box. I mean, that's that's a, that's excessive. I'm sorry. You can't hide money if you're playing 100 a box. I mean, that's, come on, 100 a box. He's got more boxes than you can check a stick at. <laughs> I mean, I, that, that's Apparently so. That's a little much. That's all. You, but, you know what you play? You, you play two, five, ten dollars a box. Yeah, okay, I, I said 20 is the most yeah, I've ever spent. As sad as this is, true story. Uh, Matt was there because Matt was also part of the prize. Someone won me and Matt on Super Bowl Sunday. What a prize. The Raiders and Buccaneers. And so we went to this. This is a 790 promotion. You got a big screen TV. You got catered food. And Matt and I went to your party. We went to a stranger's house. Hmm. Yeah. And so we're there. And one of the people What's the worst thing that can happen? I mean, <laughs> so. Everybody knew each other uh-huh. except us. Uh-huh. So y'all have Rich Gannon on this week? I was like. Just say yes. No, we didn't have Rich Gannon on this week. He was busy. But that was the same. How come you guys aren't at the game? <laughs> exactly. Well, because we had to be here. Yeah. Right. So. so you know what? hundred, The $100 a box thing, it's. Two thousand, two thousand, two thousand, four thousand. I mean, I get the payoff. I understand what the win is, but the the likelihood is most of us are going to lose that. Yeah, enough. Enough. I got two, two. Is that good? No. Then everybody. I got seven, three. Yeah, nobody cares. Oh no! I told Nick the greatest is the guy. Like your golf game, nobody cares. The the greatest is the guy who says, "If only they would have scored one more touchdown, and they would have gotten a field goal, I would have won." Yeah. Yeah. Except they never got close to the end zone. And they were punting every mm-hmm. time from inside their their own fifty. I think we hit this yesterday. If you segregate other the house, that, other than that, you were so close. If you segregate the house, you're you can be fine, a hundred percent fine. 
I'm not into segregation when it comes to parties. <laughs> you can't like, separate church and state. Right. The interactive house, like mm-hmm. a part of the house where you can talk about the commercials, do whatever. And then the quiet room. And then the, thank yeah, you. Wow. What thank a party. You. There's a serious room. There's a, there's a less room. active room. Mm. I don't know why anybody, uh, what do they call it? An open concept where you have your kitchen and mm-hmm. you can see sure. right into the main yeah, yeah. TV room. What's the need to load or unload a dishwasher while a game is going on? There it's isn't. just yeah. noisy. It's a bad job. It's just noisy. Yeah. Food's got to be all set out before... Like, you've got to have a, a, a strategy set up that where you're not dealing with something like that. Right. Right. Oh, wait, should I heat up? I don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. It's the middle of the second quarter. Sure. Should have thought of this sooner. I can't say that at somebody else's house. I can think no. it. Mm-hmm. But at my house, I can say but it. But I told Chuck, the beauty of hosting the Super Bowl party, and we are hosting, is we'll get checked of, oh, they hosted, and everybody leaves by about half because right. it's Sunday night. After the halftime show. Right? So it's like, oh, Matt hosted. What a great job. Oh, it's great. And everybody's gone. Nobody's lingering till like 12, 1 o'clock have, in the morning. I don't want to mention any names, Dan Matthews. What if you have people, though, who just oh. want to hang around? Like, don't want to go, oh, Shut I want up, to watch Dan. the second half with you. There might be a malingerer, too, but typically... We have a lot of people with kids who are coming. Who so they host them. A, fan, a neighborhood. Thing? Yeah, yeah. We'll do the neighbors. <laughs> who else would I? You be don't hosting? strike me as a good host. I'm a great host. What does that even mean? Why would I not strike you as a good I, host? I don't think you're going to work the food thing the right oh. way. I'm not sure the booze thing is going to be the properly. lights one night to get everybody. To so that's back in the day before the people lights. would leave. It was 2 a.m. We did a last call. People yeah. are just on the deck smoking. It's like you got to leave. I got to. I got kids. I don't, have a problem with that. I don't have a problem. With so no, but just not sure wrong. that you're really a but good food. Or here's the game plan. We'll provide some, but in the invite, it's hey, bring an app, oh. yeah, a dessert if you choose. Oh. So that way, we stack the deck. Pretty and, good, Demina. And if you're going, like in in all fairness, if you're going to a Super Bowl party, yeah, bring you, you should yeah. at least yeah. offer yeah. to Correct. bring so, some. Sure, bring I a agree. dip, Something. a mini taco. Don't show up empty. Right, a guac. Even I know that. Yeah, but then I think. There's going to be five of the same thing. I don't Could think you really, yeah, but that's, that's a you problem. I mean, you do you want me, oh, so you want me to define what people bring? Like, I don't like you to be a little bit more or less pell-mell with this. <laughs> Here's a tin of cookies. Now I'm going to drink all your beer. <laughs> Listen, as long as it's a community effort, we're supplying the house, the TV, the heat. At least you can do is bring, a, I don't know, some mozzarella sticks. I just don't Nice seven-layer dip. There's no chance that your carpet winds up with a stain on it, so, like, bring something nice. That's exactly right. Maybe, a, you know, bring a little something to drink. Yeah, bring a 12-pack of beer. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just looking. I don't think I don't think I trust you. <laughs> I don't know why. Do you, Domino, do you want to stop by? I'm glad I'm not Domino. invited. I'm glad I'm not invited. Domino, you're invited. I don't want to be invited. No, I, when you're now invited because I want you to see what this is going to look you like. You live in a country. I'm not going The away. country? I live in Woodstock. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize You're that. out there, man. I didn't realize there was, I, we're going to get a visit, it sounds like, from the uh, the Adams family, Brandon Adams and the wife. I think wow. they're going to bring the kids. Along with uh, the folks in the neighborhood, it's going to be a big time. Star-studded. Domino, you're invited. That's all I'm saying. I'm cool. I'll get you an Uber. I'm cool. <laughs> Out to the country. I'm good. Scale of 1 to 10, be honest. What kind of host do you think he is? Um, I've, I've been to some of his parties. He his, his wife is the one that handles okay. the hosting. All right. Thanks. Right. He well, kind of mixes and mingles. I do. I'm I'm an entertainer. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Oh, then you're annoying as well. Probably. Probably true. But aren't game. we all to a yeah, certain extent? Probably true. Today is uh, February the 8th. Let's go back in time. Let's talk about some of the things that happened on this date. 1965, Motown Records releases the Supreme single, Stop in the Name of Love. Oh. And they finally had a hit. For a while, they were the no-hit Supremes. They could not find anything to work for them. And when it took off... Boy, did it take off. So it's one of those...
10-year overnight sensation deals? Yeah, they, were, they were there for, like, I think, like a good five years before Did anything happened for them. Because I don't know if it's like 60s, really 70s money into the 80s. The Diana Ross, is she worth... Hundred million, two hundred million, right now. Well, I mean, she had a kid with Barry Gordon, so she, also oh, she, she married that like Swedish shipping guy. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Two hundred fifty million. Okay. Yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross, her daughter, yeah. right? Blackish. Yeah. Um, let's see. Nineteen. Now let's let's go with two thousand. Two thousand. Reprise Records releases Joni Mitchell's seventeenth studio album. Re-releases both sides now. She just did this on yeah, the Yeah, I, I chose this version. Yeah. Eighty years old. It was fantastic. I'm surprised you like this. No, no, no. I, I appreciate the fact that at 80, mm-hmm. unlike these people at 22 who are coming out lip syncing, and if, you know, if I okey-doke you by, by dancing a little bit, you're not going to realize I'm not very talented. Mm-hmm. She sat in a chair. Mm-hmm. She had a, a, an aneurysm 10 years ago where she couldn't speak. Very true. This was Judy Collins. No, Judy Collins had the hit with it. That's ah, the true story. Okay, so I didn't just invent yeah, that. No, no, no. Okay, she had the hit okay. With it. I was like, wait a minute, for 50 yeah. years? What? Yeah, bigger hit than Joni Mitchell ever had. Yeah. I yeah, retract it. I shouldn't do this and ask the question I don't know the answer to. The reason I remember this, this was used in a movie, and for whatever reason, I'm drawing a blank, and it was a very depressing scene. Maybe well, I'll listen. It's not an up. It's not, not a pick me. No, I get it. Maybe a listener will remember, because that's the only reason I would recognize this. Uh, speaking of depressing, in 1968 on this date, Planet of the Apes premieres in New York City. You maniac! Mm-hmm. You blew it up! Oh, damn you! In the Andes on Earth. Yeah. That's a, he thought he was an astronaut and went to space, and he just landed on a planet where these apes ran the whole thing, and he realizes... Statue of Liberty there. He was on Earth the whole time. For that time, that's going to be pretty jarring. Oh, yeah. 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 And the effects for the time, well, pretty good effects. Right. All There's things considered. Statue what? of Liberty laying there. Yeah. No, that wasn't an effect. They did that with the Statue of Liberty. They got David permission. Copperfield made it the They got permission to yeah. do that with the Statue of Liberty. Uh, 1974, a spinoff from Maud, Good Times, starring Esther Roll, John Amos, of course, Jimmy Walker. Premieres. Both outstanding shows. CBS, great show. Great show. Carl Weathers made an appearance as a jealous boyfriend I didn't in 1975 know that. before Rocky on Good really? Times. He roughs up JJ, starts Less shaking him. Peace. Oh, that's going to be hard call. to do. Was it Jay Leno was waiting to get a test for STDs yeah, with yeah. Jimmy Walker? Yeah. Yeah. Janet Jackson, yeah. Les Penny. Correct. And Good Times as well. Then, of course, John Amos. Um, doesn't agree, doesn't see eye to eye with the direction of the show. Yes, Norman of Lear, and Norman Lear says, I got good news and bad news when he calls him. The good news is we got picked up for another season. The bad news is you're not going to be on the show anymore. There seemed to be a lot of that in the 70s into the early 80s That's where it. people were like, you know what I'm doing? I want to get paid a little. Yeah, I'm leaving. Yeah, we write you out. All right. Chase so left after one season? Yes. Yeah. Caruso was the guy who everybody left sort of after... Couple Do you know, know Mr. Brady wasn't in the final episode of the Brady Bunch? I heard about yeah. uh, the regular Brady Bunch or the regular Brady movie? Bunch. No, he they almost threw him off the set because he <laughs> he was having an issue again with Sherwood Schwartz. He shows back up. He's standing there while they're shooting the final scene. They wouldn't let him yeah. be a part of the final episode. Bob, that's old school. Yeah, I kind of dig that. Right, uh, 1976 on this date. Also, it made its premiere in New York City. Taxi Driver. You talking to me? Oh my gosh. You talking to me? You talking to me? Well, who the hell else are you talking to? Talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. Who the f do you think you're talking to? Oh, yeah? Huh? Okay. You got the gun? 
Mm. The great watch Travis this. Bickle. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, and you're, watch it during the day when you start, when you're in a really good mood, at least. Because New York City was oh. not the New York City we Stinkle. see today. It's a grimy, depressing film, man. Yeah, there were a couple of movies, Serpico, uh, French Connection, that showed New York. Dog Day Afternoon? Yeah. yeah. Another one. Boy, hey. Uh, 1986 on this date, the Macho Man wins his first title in the WWF at the time, beating Tito Santana hmm. for the Intercontinental Belt. Now, I know some would disagree. He, to me, is the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Well, well, Sorry well. to the honky tonk man. Who is? Randy Macho Man well, Savage. Gunther is right now the Who? Intercontinental Champion. I don't, and he's I don't had know. it for a record amount of time. That doesn't make him great because he has longevity. What's his hook? What's Gunther's hook? <laughs> Who is Gunther? He's not from here, I guess. That's <laughs> what does that mean? He's Another a heel. planet? Or he's from uh, Austria. Oh, I didn't know that. See, here's why he's got Macho Man. attitude. Macho Man pushed through from the mid-card, which was essentially the Intercontinental 2. Eventually, he's with the Mega Powers, him and Hulk Hogan. Next thing you know, he wins the tournament. He's the heavyweight champion. It was quite the push. Gunther's from Brunswick, by the way. No, he's not. He's actually from Austria. Oh. I think you should do some research, Chuck. Wow. You sound uninformed. Is he not right just, there. they don't just character it well, up anymore? Is he blonde? Like Ivan Koloff was is Canadian. blonde hair, blue-eyed, this Gunther? Is he blonde hair, blue-eyed? No, oh, no, no, they didn't go that route. Was it Kamala, who was from North Carolina? Uh, yeah. Mississippi. James Harris. Mississippi. Mississippi. Right. Yeah. He hated Vince McMahon. And the said the outtakes were the greatest. Yeah. You ever see those outtakes oh, yeah. when he was Kamala? <laughs> Says, you were in a hotel. You missed interviews. Ipswich, Illinois. <laughs> So take out Cena. Okay. Take out The Rock. Uh-huh. Give me next in line as to who probably is in good health and has money. I think Austin's okay, I right? I agree. Enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, enough. Okay. Goldberg um, count? No, do we count Triple H because he's in the company? No, he's no, married no, to the no, daughter? No, no. Does, does count? Goldberg count or did he move beyond this? I don't this? Know like, Goldberg has the money, you think? Not compared to these guys. I never understood. Well, I, I do understand yeah, why Triple was. H got where he got. Oh, well. Oh, okay. Oh, Goldberg I, wasn't I, as successful as I thought. Well, okay. he was, but it was a short run. Well, then he was he was one of those guys. He thought, out. He was really out. that guy. Yeah, they couldn't live without him. And he, yeah. yeah. But they were like, no. They killed his career when he lost. And the way they, they did it, they, the best gimmick for him was to stay undefeated because he really wasn't a great wrestler, right. not a great mic Very guy. Very limited with what Correct. he could do. But the undefeated record was a thing they could run right. with, and once that died, he died. Uh, speaking so your of, odds aren't very good, I guess is no, what I'm saying. Yeah. No. You're going to be healthy like, and older-aged and right. have money. It's kind of like the NFL, though, if we want to do that. You start looking at who came yeah. away healthy yeah. without you know many issues. Uh, speaking of deaths, on this date, Burt Backrack in 2023, Why last year, passed away at the age... Of 94. Wrote this song among many, many, many others. I'm assuming... 160 million. Yeah, I'm assuming he kept his catalog. I don't know how many family members there were. Good hair. Did did they fight over the Burke Bacharach? uh... I think there's always fighting. It seems that way. Yeah. Typically, that's going to be... There's going to be... If there's money involved and I can get my my share, we're going to fight. I think I read there are 16 people fighting over Prince's... Because he didn't have a will. Sure. 16 people who have some share of DNA. So... Uh, Matt, mm. season six finale of Mad Men. Yes. That was um, Both Sides Now. Was that? Because you were That was Night it. Night. Yeah. That, thank so you, somebody. Then. Very, David, that's where I heard you. that song. Yeah. Very good. Thank, thank you. you. David, thank yeah. you, David. Uh, Mary Wilson from the Supremes passed away on this date in 2021. Only worth $4 million. Diana Ross, 250 million. What are you going to do? Yeah, they ain't get along. <laughs> what are you no, going to do? Gonna... That's what the lawyer said when she came for more. What are you going to do? When was the last time you saw? There aren't a lot of bands where it's a it's a four-way split or a three-way no. split. You're, Everybody a, back, gets you're a backup singer. What are you going to do? Told you one of the exceptions to that is like Red Hot Chili Peppers, where you have a couple like making some money. Usually it's one, and then there's a big drop. 
Ketis makes money. Flea makes money. You don't have much of that. No, it's like Kiss. You got right. Stanley. Right. You got so uh, they never uh, had Gene the Simmons. And then what are you going to do? Back to, you go look at who has survived from the Supremes. Like, they could have had a reunion until 2020. Never did it because she wanted equal pay with Diana Ross. And she's like, I live on a lake in Stockholm. Like, I don't care if we get back together. You, you know, you're basically broke. And so she wanted equal oh, pay as Diana yeah. Ross. It's like Satara in Chicago. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, Miss Ross. But that's where the ego has to, like, sometimes... Well, that's what I've learned. I've got to fight that I, a Don't ask bit. me why I've been doing this, but I've been going back and watching a lot of the old behind-the-musics. Uh-huh. Guys like... The lead singers. Guys like Dennis DeYoung from Styx, Steve Perry, Peter Satara. They all have one thing in common. Their egos uh-huh. are through the roof and their control freaks. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's my band now and I'm going to start oh, firing a, people. You're a front man in, in every sense of the word. Um, but you're also catered to in every possible sure. way through But is a fame. guy like Timberlake supposed to, and supposedly there's doing a, a new sync thing. Mm. I Kind of. But mm. is he supposed to take care of everybody a little bit and no. go, let me go back to the studio one more time and let me do one tour with you guys. I mean, He's not supposed to take care I of those guys. bone throw the fans more than his bandmates. Like, if he wants to say, you know what, part of why I'm here is because of what happened in 1997 or 8 or 9 or whatever, I will bone throw the fan. I will do 12 nights in Vegas with the original lineup I would. Or, or whatever. It's all like right. the difference is the Backstreet Boys, nobody ever separated. Like, right. became great. They were all limited but better together. Timberlake separated in a way that none of those other guys could match. I'm not. That's, not, that's their problem, not his. This was his speech prior to the... AFC Championship game in 1986 when they played the Denver Broncos. Marty Schottenheimer passed away on this date in 2021 at 77. There's a gleam, man. There's a gleam. Let's get the gleam, all right? Let's go. What's that mean? I said it from day one. What does that mean? It makes no sense. The gleam. And I'm sure everybody standing around him at that time, Bill Cowher standing next to him, and assistant at the time, were like, what? So you, clean, man. So you think they had no chance to win the game because they were so confused by what he was saying? I don't think that helped. Now, you know, in <laughs> overtime, getting the ball in overtime and handing off to Herman Fontenot, a guy that never ran the ball all year on third and short, that probably didn't help either. Hmm. Allowing a 98-yard drive at the end of regulation, that probably didn't help either. you got to let that go. That's tough. you got to let 28-3 go. No, I can't. That's exactly. different. That's not the same. Wait, we've it's not about the same. same. You know it's not the same. It is the Lost same. a twenty-eight to three lead. You didn't blow a twenty-five point lead with the Super Bowl they, on the line. They, they let him. They let him go ninety. I know yards it's a sucky drive in their own stadium. Uh, how dare you? And they would have beaten both of those teams, the Giants and the Reds. But you want to know how big twenty-eight three is? Mm-hmm. Twenty-eight three is so big that even fans, like Buffalo Bills fans, Norwood, and everybody else, sorry, man, that, that's Thank exactly you. right. Yeah. They kind of look at Falcons fans if they run into them and go, "Hey, man, my, fair enough." Sorry, no, uh, Gary Coleman would have celebrated a birthday today. Now the world Passed away at the age of 42. Is that all? He was, wow. With the kidney problems. He was worth $75,000 when he passed His away. His parents took the money, Chuck. Don't, like, why well, you're about to make a state. No, His no, parents no. robbed from him. I was trying to remember. Took his parents to court. They did. Was he a player or the third base coach for the Padres? He was the manager. Oh, he was the manager. manager. Okay, yeah. he was manager. I don't think he was playing for the Padres. <laughs> he managed I yeah. want to know what he in made. In that documentary. Because he became a star of that show. I wonder in that time, late 70s, early 80s, like what are you making on different strokes that you were left with that kind of money because the parents took I'm, it all? I'm going to have to look at a list of all of these sitcoms right around that time. I'm not going to say I never saw an episode of Three's Company, but I did. But I didn't see see more than three. I never saw an episode of this. Hmm. What about Facts of Life? Never saw an episode. Interesting. 
Um, too close for comfort. Never saw an episode. About Never saw that. Is that, that Ted Knight? Yeah. yeah. Not even reruns. Huh? Perfect Strangers. That's a little later. Probably saw a couple of them. There's yeah. a cartoon animator, Ted Knight, Cosmic Cow. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Someone he, he had a good-looking blonde daughter. Yeah. Two daughters. I remember that was the one. Just lived there right. for some reason. Yeah, right. Right. So you're talking like Mr. <laughs> Belvedere. Yeah. Never saw. Never saw an episode. Be- Mr. Belvedere. Never Bobby saw. You were very funny in that show. Never Uke, saw an episode. Uke was great. Mm-hmm. Full House. I don't think I ever saw an episode. Uh. So I guess we're being told when Oy. he was on Different Strokes, Gary Coleman made 100 grand per episode. Okay, so you're doing 30 episodes yeah, that day. I mean, yeah. Back then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack I Lemon would have celebrated the birthday. I don't know if that's birthday. accurate. I, I have no be. idea. That no, sounds no. really don't know. I don't know. Speaking of sitcoms, I've just seen a Jerry Seinfeld interview, not to take us in a completely different direction. <laughs> Do you know what he was offered to come back for the for the for what would have been the extra season? Mm-mm. They offered him $5 million an episode. He said uh, the head of GE at the time... Not Bob Wright. Uh, I forget who the other one was. Called him. Goes, Jerry, $5 million. We need to have you back. He says to him, where are you right now? And the, whoever the uh, head of G's like, I'm in, the, uh, I'm in Aspen. Jerry goes, I'm in the office right now. It's Sunday. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> so the $5 million an episode wasn't enough to get him to have to write another season. I'm in Aspen. How crazy is I want to skate too. Five million an episode. Funny response. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Jack Lemon would have celebrated a birthday today. What the hell are you? <laughs> You're a f***ing secretary. <laughs> f*** you. Yeah, that's my message for you. F*** you. We really and don't kiss that, my right? ass. Don't you don't like that. that, baby. I go across the street and I speak to Jerry Graff. Period. F*** you. We really oh, such a great, great character. Oh, uh, Shelly the Machine Levine and Glenn, I, Gary Glenn Ross. Was he nominated for anything for that? He should have been. That's a tremendous character. Portraying that desperation yeah. and there he thinks he's got it. I again, got the leads. And then he finds out he doesn't. I so he's Felix thing. Unger, he's grumpy old men, oh, yeah. and yeah. then he's that. Like, that's his turn, right? That's Isn't Shelly that the, the Machine Levine to me, no. I don't think he ever did anything close to that before. Like, was, that's great casting when he pulls it off. Was worth $25 million wow. when he passed. Nick Nolte. He does celebrate a birthday today. My stomach is starting to grow. You better go get something. We eat. when I say we eat. I want some food now. If you don't like it, you can take me back to the penitentiary and kiss my hungry black ass goodbye, all right? And I want some food in a nice place, a nice atmosphere, with some good people. Okay, hold it. I'm hungry. Let's go get something to eat. I know a place. All right? All right, let's go. All right. Want some mandolin, get some violin. Yeah. There's your goddamn dinner. <laughs> Gives him a zag nut. <laughs> Out of the candy machine in 48 hours. pull the handle. I could never figure out. So they became buddies at the end of that 48 Uh hours. And then they were enemies all over again. Like none of that ever happened. We rewrite the script. In the second 48 hours. Uh Some nondescript actor became the Iceman at the end of that. That that movie just made no sense. It made dollars, though. Yeah, well, they tried. It made dollars. Sure did. Am I the only one who's looking forward to the next Beverly Hills Cop? Because I think they're going to wash out the nonsense and probably Uh let him be him. Can it be good? Was coming to America too good? I didn't no. even see it, so I know. I didn't think good. it was. No, okay. a lot of it was forced. It probably had a hard time to be. Good. It was like the first uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm episode I watched this season. Forced too much. Too, yeah. So the Nick Nolte, uh, it seems to be that's the one that everybody agrees on that he is like the wackiest guy in Hollywood. Like just strange. Just well, no. Busey was. Busey was also there. And then the other Quaid. Randy Quaid was on that list. By the way, seventy-five million is Nick wow. Nolte. What, what's going on with Randy Quaid? Only because I think he's going to be in Atlanta. One of Next these things. 
He was no, there. no, no. But like, he's going to be in Atlanta for one of these cons. I thought he why, the why is the rumor he was a fugitive? He was. Yeah, but why is the rumor that he couldn't be in this country yet? I, don't I know. saw his picture on a thing like well, where he settled up. the tax thing. Yeah, maybe he was in check. Canada hiding out for a while. He was like off the grid. I mean, nobody could find the guy. He was he was the only good thing about Caddyshack too. Yeah, absolutely. He's the only thing. Do you think he'll sign? Like what? What won't he, he sign? Out of the stands as the hockey player. <laughs> oh, tremendous! Going in goal. Wait, well, he's he'll do it. <laughs> like an IRS. Shit. If you got an envelope from oh, the yeah. IRS, you think he signs it? Mm, There's yeah. a chance an agent shows up looking for. A- Here's how I negotiate. I come to your house with a baseball bat. <laughs> um, Vince Neal celebrates a birthday. <laughs> this is him now. This is not Doctor. You see Motley Crue live. This is what you're going to hear. Yeah. Supposed to be Doctor Feelgood. Hmm. Try to what's he gonna sing? Look, listen, try to discern what he's saying here. I mean, you're not even trying. Mm-hmm. You're just making noise. Mm-hmm. Where are they playing? And by the way, he looks great. I mean, here's a guy that's clearly Vince Neil with fitness money. You're, you're just mean. <laughs> oh, there's some living there that I mean. You have to understand. Yeah, there's this. living and there's going to buffets now, apparently. <laughs> oh, he's that. That's that. Oh, he's yeah, well, I've not seen him. He looks pregnant. Wow. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. He looks pregnant. Okay. Where are they playing? Like, if they come to Atlanta, where would I see Motley Crue? This is why you got to be very careful. Go see cover bands. Yeah. You're, you're better off. No question. Listen to this. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at him. What's he say? He's not saying anything. He seems to be making sounds. <laughs> you know, he, he kind of looks like Sam Kennison now. <laughs> no, this sounds like a goof. I don't think it is. This sounds like Bob Dylan. Yeah. This sounds like Bob we Dylan singing Molly Crew. He's running around. He's out of breath. Yeah, he's out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta isolate the microphone. Obviously, it doesn't sound that way. When so. No, no. Molly. See, it's about your team. About his dead and pain. Tomino, you can see the crew in uh, Atlantic City May 3rd and 4th. Nice. You could also see the crew with Judas Priest and Anthrax. Crew. And you could see nice. Vince Neil at Golden Corral <laughs> later on today on Barrett Park. Daytona Beach May 9th. Then they're playing Summerfest in Milwaukee oh, in June. I will say this. They're working. They yeah. are. They're, they're getting gigs. Because people are going to go watch. Yeah. How about we all go to Des Moines August 14th and we see. So <laughs> here's the other thing. So Tommy Lee's hanging out in Des Moines. Give me, give, me, give me those dates. What month are they doing this? So the first dates are May 3rd and 4th in Atlantic City. Okay, but give me. Go, go then they go to uh, with Judas Priest and Anthrax May 9th. And they're in uh, Summerfest in Milwaukee June Summerfest 21st. Summerfest is going to be the one. That's an outdoor. I'm sure. This guy. Selling outdoors. fast, apparently. Tickets selling fast. This guy outdoors in the heat. Right. Just fitzing everywhere. <laughs> I'm not sure this is going to go well. $103 for the cheapest ticket. It's kind of an amphitheater-looking place, too. He's at the stage where he wears a lot of black anyway to, like, cover up. Yeah, but... And so, in the sun... No, he's going to bat. He's going to bake. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going. You're not going to pay the... No. So, if you want a good seat to this, Chris... Yeah, okay. $345. You're better off love. going to see Home Sweet Home. Right. The Motley Crew cover <laughs> yeah, band. You're not wrong. Want to thank Charlie Culberson for joining us today. Cullen Madden, Derek Thomas, Brian Gebhardt on the other side of the glass. Welcome back, Brian. I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say that, man. I think he's still doing his it's time now. probationary, <laughs> yeah. period. Also, uh, want to thank uh, Matt Lear and Adam Gillespie. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We're back tomorrow at 11. Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.
the warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. 